Welcome to track number 16 of The Bag of Seeds. You go the wrong way, but you've got to try a little kindness. four points and then that will be it. Amen. Amen. Have you um, gone to see Pastor Isaac at the back for choose something from his shop and you are blessed. Amen. Some of you have. Alright. Only my materials. Alright. Hey brother. Only my stuff. No Bibles or all those other things. Now, we're ending. And I want to end with this. You never know. We may have another camp. But these camps are easier to have. Alright. So, just 
Yeah, that's how they are. This camp, we don't announce it. You just say tomorrow, come on Friday. Then come. Yeah. I want to give you um, four characteristics of the contents of your bag. Number one. Every item in your bag of seeds is unfailing and has never failed. Amen. The hammer will never fail you. The fire will never fail you. The mirror will never be shaded, shaded that you cannot see through. The sword will never be blunt that you cannot cut. The medicine will never be expired. You will never take the medicine and you will not feel. I took a medicine yesterday. I, I didn't know the whether it was, I drank powder. It had no effect on me. First Kings chapter 8, verse 56. Blessed be the Lord that has given rest unto his people Israel according to all that he promised there has not failed one word one word of all his good promise which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant Amen Amen. there has not what failed one word of all his good promise which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant amen, amen. what do you think is it powerful unfailing items items that will never fail you amen, amen. so god's word is something that has not failed before. Number two. Every item in your bag of seeds. Amen. amen. Can be trusted. Because God will stand by it. Amen. Until. It works. Amen. God himself will ensure that the hammer works. Don't worry about your preaching. God himself will ensure that it works out. It works out okay. And it works. Amen. What do you think? That's why I can preach to 
other countries and they believe and they are received. One day I went to uh, Malaysia and I was praying for the sick. People came to testify. And a lady came to testify. And I was questioning her and questioning her. She said, listen, I'm not a child. I said, I'm healed. I said, I'm healed. Yeah, I'm not a child. Doctors. Doctors came to testify in Malaysia that we, they were healed. It's wonderful. Because God will stand by every bit of his word to ensure that it happens. So as you are going with your bag of seeds, I'm failing. He said, not one has failed before. And God himself is going to stand by the thing to ensure that when you put the hammer that you press it like this. When you put the fire, you see that the fire comes in the thing properly. That's why it works internationally. Have you seen things that work? Even your plug, when you reach here, it doesn't work. From here to here, on this country, it cannot work again. But God's word, the seed that you are carrying in your bag, is it not powerful? Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to performance. Huh? Another scripture. He said in um, Ezekiel chapter 12, it's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Verse 25. I am the Lord and I will speak. And the word that I shall speak will come to pass. It shall no longer be prolonged. For in your days, O rebellious house, will I say the word, and I will perform it, said the Lord God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So God is saying that I will perform it. I will do it. If the King James says, I will hasten my word to perform it. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Number three. The third reason why the Bible, the contents, contents of the bag, third characteristic of the content of the bag is that they are unchanging. Unchanging. They are not, they don't expire. In a changing world. Amen. I was telling some young people a few minutes ago that the music that I believe is good music as Christians it's not something that expires it's not like milk that expires or food that expires it, it, it doesn't expire that's why hymns are sung today psalms are sung today it's nothing like it expires There's, there are certain things that don't expire it's true it just doesn't expire. There are songs that don't expire. You get it? Yeah. So you must, you must accept that reality. There are things that, that's why Christians, you know, a lot of the songs that we are singing, they, 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 they are not spiritual. They have the word spiritual worship. You are singing and playing the wrong music for your relaxation. I have music that I sing to relax. You can't be serious all the time. I learned that from Kenneth Hagin. Kenneth Hagin said he met somebody in a shopping mall. And the person asked him to prophesy to him. He said, look. He said, you, you can't be serious all the time. Because 
And those are his exact words. You can't be serious all the time. No, there's nobody who can be serious all the time. There are times you have to relax and let down your guards. And in fact, one of the one of the, the things that is attributed to the problems of Michael Jackson was that he was under too much scrutiny for too long without a break. So it 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 it, it gives you psychological pressure which is not good for you. It's not good for anybody. Because we all have all of us here are pretending in a certain way. We are all propped up and on guard and how we behave and how we look and all that. Then there's a place where you go, you don't think about that again. Through or not through. Uh, every man of God has to have a tent where he can be himself. Every man of God has to have a tent where he can be himself. And so, you, 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 you have to understand that there comes a time when you need to be able to relax. Amen. You, you can't be serious all the time. All right. What, what are we talking about? Yeah. This is music that doesn't change. It doesn't expire. All right. And, and you, need, you need to even, but even in your time when you're relaxing, the things you have should be should have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. You have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Are you there? Your relaxing thing should have a spiritual tone. Like for instance, if if you want to marry, okay, and I mean all 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 all, all brothers want to get married. Some most brothers want to get married. They, they want somebody. Whom they can relax with. Yeah. And it. Yeah. And it or in it. Yeah. They, they, they want somebody to relax with. Alright. When Alexander the Great. Went on a long journey. After seven years. You know his soldiers were crying. We want to go back to our wives. We want to go back to our wives. Yeah. We want to go back to our wives. <laughs> Now, even though your wife may be the point of relaxation, you can't say that because my wife is the place I'm going to play and be myself and so on, I'm going to get an unspiritual woman, an unspiritual woman for that purpose. (laughs) You are a fool. You get it? (laughs) Where did you learn that from? Where did you learn that from? Even the the point of relaxation must have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. So the the woman that you 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 will relax with, like Alexander the Great, soldiers had been under tension for seven years, and they wanted to go back to re, to rest, to relax. You get it, but I'm saying that as a spiritual uh, a pilgrim. Your relaxation must be with, with, with stuff that still has a spiritual tone of heart and mind. 
Amen. Amen. That phrase is taken from the Amplified Bible. The Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. If anyone is caught up in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one. I think it I think it says restore such a one to a spiritual tone of heart and mind. You know, yeah, something like that. I don't know. I think that's the verse. You know. So there's a tone. A spiritual tone. Do you understand when I say tone? What is tone? Yeah. You can't say, I, for my wife, I'm going to have a pop star. If you say that something lowers the tone of a place or event, you mean that it is not appropriate and makes the place or event seem less respectable. Tone. You see, the tone of someone's body, especially their muscles, is its degree of firmness and strength. So the tone is like the degree of firmness. So the degree of spirituality. Tone of sound. Tone of heart and mind. It's a quality. Someone's tone is a quality in their voice which shows what they are feeling or thinking. I didn't like the tone of his voice. So the tone of your heart and mind is the quality of it. Are you there? So even your relaxation should have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Your music. I've I've got I've got music that is is, is not it's not about about the cross. (laughs) When I want to relax, I don't I don't want music about the cross of the blood. You get it? Yeah. yeah. What, there's, there's music for there's music for all. I mean, I don't want to hear Keith Green saying the sheep and the goats. When I, when I want to relax. I, 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 I don't play that when I, when I'm, when I want to, not, to be not so serious. You get it? But even when I'm not being, I'm being that at that level where I'm not so serious about whatever I'm doing, I just want to relax. I still need what I have to have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. I remember one time I was in Kumasi and I finished preaching. It was a convention or some kind of a program in Kumasi years ago. And when I got into the car, I just told. I said to somebody, I don't know who was, either I was driving or somebody was, I said, look, put, just put on something to relax and something that we play very loud. 
very very loud you see when you want to really enjoy music you have to play very loud put on into a sound system that can interpret the music very well And so I play the music loud because I've been preaching, I've been under a lot of tension. You don't even realize the kind of tension you've been under when you're going to preach or you've been preaching. So I said, just, just put it on. And then we started, I started to play loud music. But even that loud music had a spiritual tone of heart and mind. So don't, 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 don't tell me that you, know, you have these two types of spiritual, 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 secular, and secular, spiritual, and secular, secular. What, what, where were you trained? Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that from? Hey. Are you there? Yeah. So... There's relaxation. We have jazz. We have this. We have music. This type, music, funky. This, whatever. Music, calypso. Different types of music. There is, there is, all within a spiritual tune. We have all these, even lighter ones that you, you, you realize that whatever. But it still has a certain spiritual tone of heart and mind. Are you there? So that's why I said that. Yes, it's true that you wanted to marry. So you have somebody soft. And somebody to, you know, vent your most base carnal desires and expressions on. And instincts. You want to just vent all those desires and attitudes on. But even that, 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 that object of your venting (laughs) must have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Are you there? Yeah. yeah. You just can't go for anything. And, 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 and once it it must always have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Everything you do must have a spiritual tone. When you go into a room like a hotel room like this, you must, you must, you must want your room to have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. There are demons in rooms. On two separate occasions, I've had to I've, I've had to deal with spirits. That in one time, I had to deal with a spirit that was resident, a resident, a resident being. The Lord opened my eyes, and I saw a man sitting in a chair, and the room had two parts: one with the bedroom and the bedside, and one with the living room chairs. And I was sitting there, and I looked. To the side, and there he was sitting there. Somebody who lives there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. He was living there. So I, immediately, what occurred to me was that I had somebody been murdered in the room before. There was somebody, and that is this, this particular room that I have slept in before. I'd been to that country before, and I slept in the same identical hotel before. And I had a good time there the first time but on this occasion the first you know i was not happy i was very unsettled then it was about the third night 
that the Lord opened my eyes and I suddenly saw and I realized why I was so unsettled in that place because there was something there. Yeah, squatter. He was living there. So, my hosts uh, happened to ask me if everything was okay on my way out. Uh, not even on my way out. On a later occasion, I was with them on another at another time. And I and I just said, oh, it was okay. Then something came up and I, I did tell them. I said, well, there was something very strange about the room. Then they pressed to know. And when I told them, I said, well, I didn't want to say, but I didn't know whether you believe in such things. And they told me, no, Dr. Cho has told them about how he went into a room in Japan and there was somebody there staying there. Different experiences when you travel a lot. So you go into a room and you, you just enter a room. You don't have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. The first thing you want to do is to wee-wee in the, in the room. You see, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that I, I, I know you may think that I'm, I'm, I'm vulgar. The first thing you want to do is to jump on the bed. No, dear friend. You must always have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. You enter an aeroplane. You lift your hand and say, Father, I thank you. You're having a meal. There must be a spiritual tone. Then you relax. You enjoy. You laugh. You play around. You do whatever. But there must be a spiritual tone of heart and mind to everything. Amen. Amen. You want music to play in the background during your love sessions with your spouse. It must still have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. You cannot, you cannot go and you cannot go and bring a what, what, what is that guy's music? What is it called? Uh, 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 no, there, he had another song that sexual healing. <laughs> Sexual healing, sexual healing, and you are because you are having sex. Where, where did you learn that? Ask your neighbor, where did you learn that? Where did you learn that? Where were you trained? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. But now you are understanding the message. Yeah. Then I have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Glory to God. Amen. Spiritual tone of heart and mind. Yeah. People work for you. I have people that work for me. They do different things for me. You must have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. You are a secretary. You need a spiritual person. Even writing books. You need a spiritual person. You can't have somebody who has no knowledge of the scripture. Working for you. No knowledge of the scriptures. Yeah. Bringing up other the wrong things. You must have people with a certain spiritual tone in everything, playing the drums. 
you have you have spiritual wizards. One time a homosexual approached me and he was talking and he was trying to explain to me, he said I I play in churches. So he brought his uh, music and he played it for me to, to listen. Somebody who has stopped sleeping with um, women and graduated to men. <laughs> and he's showing me the music that he, he plays in the church. So you see, you can't just have anybody playing drums or the piano. And I've noticed that people without a spiritual tone of heart and mind, they don't survive, they don't last long. In a lot of these spiritual works, you play the piano, you play the drums. You must have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Even though it's just singing, or even though it's just playing instruments, or even though it's just ushering, you must have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. I've sometimes had people who are, don't have a spiritual tone of heart. You are prophesying. There's an anointing there. They are just walking up and down the place. You realize their their minds are completely unconnected to what is going on here. Because they are, all they are thinking about is that people should be arranged properly or that this should happen or the door should be closed or this or that. You've got to be spiritual. What is going on? What is happening? Are you there? So you can't, you can't, even when you are not being serious, you can't just do what you want. There must be some spirituality. You can't just marry a man because he's got money. What's the spirituality about this man? Maturity and wisdom come from spirituality. One day I met uh, some 36 to 40 year old gentlemen who were not married. And I realized the reason why all of them were not married is that their spirituality is less than zero. I had 25 year old boys who I would recommend any lady from the age of 25 to 40 to 45 to marry those 25 year old boys. Even if they are 10 years or 15 years older than them, than those 36 year old guys who didn't have a spiritual tone of heart and mind. Are you listening to me? You need a spiritual tone of heart. When you are proposing to a sister, the proposal must have a spiritual tone. You don't just come and say, do you like me? I hope you like me the way I like you. I mean, when I proposed to when I proposed to my wife, the proposal contained a spiritual tone of heart and mind. <laughs> of course, because it was linked to my my future, my ministry, my calling. It's not, it's not just a, a, a bland. Uh, Proposal unrelated to anything, even though it's a proposal for marriage. No, it's related to your life and your calling. You're relating with ladies, 
and they don't have even the slightest lacing of spirituality as they as they move around getting dresses doing their hair and there's no spiritual tone of heart and mind about the person as she's getting dresses she's doing her hair there's no spiritual lacing of what she's doing Oh, you went for the wrong person. You can't have such friends. Your friend, your casual friends, your laugh. We are laughing. When we are laughing, all of us who are laughing here are spiritual people. We are spiritual. We have a spiritual tone even when we are joking. That's why I said that. You think we are being vulgar. No. You've you've misunderstood it. Yeah, you're missing the point. There's no joke. We are not joking. Even when we are laughing, there's a spiritual tone. You realize that? Hey! Uh, yeah, the laughter is, 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 is... The laughter is an expression of the glory of God. And, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the abandonment to the realities that God himself has created that we have nothing that we can change about it. Admiration of his wisdom and... and Yes, expression of faith in his greatness and trust that even though it is not as we imagined, he, he, God is great and that we are in it and he help us. Yeah, that's why we are. We cannot straighten what he has made crooked. We just laugh at ourselves and how we have even discovered it. We are just, if we are, we are just laughing at ourselves. Yeah, that's why we laugh. Because we are, we are realizing that God is great. Uh, we tried, but we realized that we couldn't be greater than the word. Yeah. So we are laughing, but we are laughing at ourselves. Yeah, it's unchanging. In a changing world. Amen. So even though you are doing things, you think you are modern. There's nothing like modernness in the house of the Lord. You are a fool. That's why you are thinking in that way. That's what will make you come up with a new doctrine. I heard one brother saying that, you know, salvation can come through uh, doing good works. And at a point I told him, I said, look, what you are saying is a very dangerous thing. Be very careful. Be very, very careful. You can't change the cross and the blood. You can't change some things. There's nothing like it's an old message. Recently, I was going to preach and I had a large congregation to preach to. And the Lord said to me, I give you a large congregation. So now just say what pastors with large congregations don't say. Preach my old message. Because when we get a big congregation, then we have some new fangled yeah, yeah. message. message. Oh. Mega church message. <laughs> but I love that old cross. Where the best and the dearest. For a world of sinners. So I preach my old message. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. All right. 
You know the camp, it can go on and on and on and on, isn't it? But we've got to come to a point where we say, okay, well done. Number four, characteristics of the seed, the bag of seeds, in it, it will remain forever. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Amen. My word shall do what? Not pass away. We will remain forever. Forever the same. Heaven and earth. Another word. So the seeds are going to remain. Amen. Amen. After 40 years, if you open a coffin, you see the person's hair, nails. They are all intact. A certain brother went and opened his father's grave after 10 years. And he saw that the, the father has shrunk. Just, the same person is there. But it's like that he has sweated. The sweat has come out. The water has come out of the person. The person says he has lost weight. 10 years. But others, like when we, where we buried Pastor Charles in Zurich, they said that the, the, the wood, they don't accept certain type of wood to make a coffin. Because within some years, they're expecting the whole thing to vanish. And if you want to stay there, you, you come and pay. You get it? So, brothers and sisters, you are going to disappear. No matter how hard you try to keep your body, you will go. You will disappear into, you become sand. The roots of a mango tree will pass by, suck some of your juices and your decompose whatever to go uh, to the phloem and the xylem of the tree and become part of the mango. You have some sliced mango for breakfast. Somebody will have some sliced mango for breakfast. I realize he's eating Pastor Peter. He's chewing Peter for breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah. One day I saw somebody had uh, died and they are taking they were take, they took his uh, his uh, ashes to the sea and then they went in a canoe and sprinkled it in the sea. So one day one of my pastors 
I went to preach in this church in that area where they sprinkled that thing into the sea. When I was going home, came to sit in the car, then they brought an ice chest with fish that they have caught from that same sea. <laughs> that same ocean. I put it in my car and I went home and then I gave it to them and I said fry some of this thing for me too. <laughs> and I fried some but I don't know whether I've eaten somebody <laughs> do you know yeah Air France has fallen into the sea a lot of people in the water no, not again, the old one. A lot of a lot of people are in the water. Yeah. You are eating it. Grilled fish. Fish has eating somebody. Fish and chips. But the, the seed, the word of God that we are peddling, it will, it will be there forever. That is why 2,000 years have gone by and we are singing, we are not ashamed of the gospel. And as we sing it, we feel the power of God. We feel the power of God. Why? Because it's the word of God. For we have everlasting life. Everlasting life. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. This is the record that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. What? That whosoever should believe in him should have an everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. What? And he came unto his own. And his own received him not. But as many as received him. To them he gave power. To become the sons of God. What are you talking about? This is the word of God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. What are you talking about? One mediator. One God and one mediator between God and the man Jesus. For there is no none other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. The name Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? These are the words of God. It doesn't expire. It doesn't decay. It doesn't decompose. It's not eaten by fish. Have these words been eaten by a fish? Oh, no. 
If it has been eaten by a fish, will you be here 2,000 years later saying it and singing it? If it has been eaten by a fish. You will be eaten by a fish, but this is not eaten by a fish. Amen? Amen. Are you excited about that? Are you glad about the unchanging word of God? Are you glad about this bag of seeds? What a blessing. I see you going up and down to and fro with your bag of eternal seeds and changing seeds that last forever. To God be the glory, great things he has done. And finally, my brethren, to close our camp, I want us to go to uh, Psalm 126 again so that we can remember how we started on this journey. Do you remember how we started on this journey? It all began in Psalm 126. And it, what a psalm. God gave us two powerful psalms. That was one of them. Another one was the, how shall I sing the Lord's song? Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. And he who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. Is it a powerful thing? It is too powerful. Shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheep with him. Surely it shall come to pass that in that day you shall come bearing your fruits. Amen. Amen. You shall not enter heaven naked. You shall not have a crown without jewels. There shall be many jewels in your crown. Amen. Amen. You shall not stand before your Savior useless, having accomplished nothing. But you shall be there at the end of time and at the end of this age with your hands full of sheaves, full of the harvested crops, the harvested blessings that you are presenting to the Lord, saying, Lord, this is what I could do with my life. I present to you my sheaves harvested in my time. The short life you gave me, the few years, this is what I was able to do. I love you. I thank you. And I praise you. Father, I want to say thank you for this time that we have been here together what a blessing thank you for giving me the strength and the healing to be able to stand here for these two days when I thought I could not I worship you father and I thank you for these ones that have been here to listen to these words words that concern eternity words that concern the wise and those that seek to prepare for eternal things. They have paid attention to the eternal words of God. 
the words that bring eternal life fruits and joy now Lord I pray that the seed that has been sown into their lives and into their hearts will bear an eternal fruit that they will grow and increase from grace to grace and from strength to strength I pray that the young ones will mature and grow older with these same eternal words in them that instead of the words and the light of the word growing dim it will grow brighter let their conviction become sharper as the days go by and the months go by let them not be found with a waning strength and a waning conviction but rather a conviction that is increasing and strengthening by the day those that have no muscles for fighting give their muscles now for fighting those that have no weapons for fighting give them weapons for fighting place in their bags oh lord mirrors antidepressant medicines healing medicines sharp arrows oh lord that destroy the works of darkness in their lives send them forth out of this place oh god as anointed vessels let the anointing oil that ran down the beard of aaron flow into their garments through the beard lord and into their feet let there be no joint amongst us that is not connected to this precious anointing and presence here lord connect us to your power oh lord connect us to the great and supernatural power that flows from heaven the thrones of heaven send oh lord spirits that accompany men and that fight in the realm of the spirit defending your servants lord that they may have access to greater and superior powers for your work oh god send us help oh god supernaturally Send us supernatural help, oh God. Financial help, Lord. Supernatural answers and breakthroughs, Lord. Miracles, Lord. Helps from above. Angels from above. Set signs and wonders into our life. That we may enter into places that have been kept away from us all these years. Cause us to penetrate the gates that were higher than us, oh Lord and heavier than us with security padlocks that were keeping us away lord we enter them in the name of jesus we penetrate avenues corridors and roads and highways that have been cut off from us that we were told that we are not supposed to go there we go there now lord in the name of jesus fearlessly in the name of jesus we declare an access has been made even for the little ones. Our little ones shall enter. Our young ones shall also enter. Our young boys and young girls shall enter in the name of Jesus. For they shall march through the corridors of power and the avenues that you have determined that we should walk upon. Jehovah, 
Raise up the surprises, Lord. Surprising ones amongst us. Let there be surprises amongst us. Shockers and people that do things that we never expected them to do. Greater and greater things that no one ever esteemed them. That they should be ones that should do such things for your kingdom and for your name. I see the bows and arrows of your servant. The mighty spears of the mighty ones. The equipments and the weapons of your servants. Release into their hands, O Jehovah. Ah, let them have new boots, O God, for long journeys, Lord. May they go on long journeys. May they march to distant lands. Foreign lands, O God. May they have feet land upon islands. May they land upon, upon places, O God, that has not been landed upon by men carrying the bags of seeds of Jehovah. Yea, Lord. Let them cross rivers. Give them a new boot, Lord. That is for crossing rivers. Crossing oceans and seas. Let them fly. Let them fly. For many miles, oh God, that they may come to their destiny. Like Joseph arrived in Egypt into his destiny where he was to become a prime minister. Let your servants supernaturally arrive, oh God, into distant lands and foreign places, oh God. Let them arrive. Give them a house there, Lord. Give them cars, oh God. Prosper them and make them prosperous and rich, oh God, as they serve you. For you delight in the prosperity of your servants. Give them jewels that are eternal. Jewels in their crowns. Give them rewards, oh God. The rewards of the mighty ones, Lord. Ah, Jehovah, a rewarder. The rewarder of them that diligently seek you. Send them their reward early, Lord. That they may not be discouraged in the land of the living. Where you have sent them to, Lord. My God, my God. Why you have not forsaken us, we know. You shall keep us. And you shall send us forth. Bless, O Lord. Even those that have attempted before. But it couldn't work. Give them a second chance. Give them a third chance. Lord, we re-enter to places we tried to enter but we were not able to enter. We claim territories that we fought for but we were not successful the first time. We say, Lord, we re-enter in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. Victory has been given to us. Thank you, Lord. No one is left out. No one is left out. For you have done it. A higher work. A greater work has been performed. In your kingdom. Let it be an everlasting work. Let it be a work that never diminishes. That never decreases. Until your kingdom comes. Now Lord send us forth. With wisdom understanding we thank you give us the wisdom of the ancients proverbs Lord 
dark sayings, thoughts of understanding, deeper rivers of understanding cause us to see and to hear with eyes that see things that others don't see. Bless our eyes, Lord, that our eyes may see and our ears may hear voice of the spirit saying to the church the things that matter and the things that are true my God when you desire to punish somebody you send them a delusion that they might believe a lie Father we are begging you save us from a delusion that we may not believe lies and delusions that lead men astray into dark places waters of drowning may we not drown but live long and save you father i thank you you have blessed us we take your victory we go out of this place with thanksgiving in our hearts for what great things you have done Lord. we worship you we thank you Victory has been given to us again. Victory has been transferred into our hand again. We shall. We shall make it. We shall go. <laughs> Father, I thank you for life. God has extended your life. You thought you were going to die. And you shall live. For there are more. More grounds to be taken for his name. For his king. It's not over. It's not over yet. One day it will be over. But it's not yet over. Still time to fight. Time to defend. Time to fight for the territories. I, the Lord, have given to you. Still time. There's still more time. Time to fight. Time to defend. Time to expand. Receive it and walk in it. Go in it. And go in the strength of it. For my grace is with you. Thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed and transformed by this camp. To get the most out of it, you will need to listen to it over and over again. Make sure you listen to all the other camps in the Macanair. Don't forget to stop by our website at www.diagewoodmills.org. Here you can download other messages, videos and find out about all the books and other resources available by Diagewood Mills. May God bless you in your ministry.